what we do here is go back, 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 back. You are listening to the It's Not About You podcast. I am Felicia Baird, and I will be chatting with social entrepreneurs and other inspirational people around the world about all things lifestyle, business, and how they're giving back to the communities around them all at the same time. I hope you guys are all buckled in, and let's do this. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to the It's Not About You podcast. I'm excited that you guys are here. This is a good podcast. Um, It's something that I've been struggling with for a while. I know that other people around me have been struggling. I've been trying to be more open about it, and it's kind of exactly what by Felicia Baird is centered towards, and that is just being open with your feelings, um, knowing that you could talk about it with someone. And so we are really hitting on anxiety, mental health, awareness, and because it is May and it's Mental Health Awareness Month, um, we have the beautiful Kylie Carrasco on the podcast. She is the founder of Lemons and Lion's Breath, which is basically an online community where you can kind of share your story with mental health, know that you're not alone. She gives back to mental health charities that are doing great things in terms of bringing awareness to mental health, knowing that we can talk about it. Talking about it has changed her life ever since her mom passed away. Her mom was her rock. When her mom passed away, she learned that she had to do all of this on her own and kind of, you know, learn the mechanisms and tools that she needed to grow as a person without her mom being there all the time to listen. So a lot of the people that knew her and were within her circle didn't even know what she was going through. So you can imagine how scary it is to kind of have your world tumble down on you with this anxiety that has been holding you back your whole entire life. So she, of course, learned that she's not alone. And when she started the conversation with herself to know that she can break through these barriers, that's when the conversation happened with other people and more people were going through what she was going through than she thought. So she started this online community and it's thriving and it's beautiful and you should definitely go check it out at Lemons and Lions Breath. Yeah, so listen to her podcast with me. It was really eye-opening. She said a lot of things that really resonated with me and I know I'm not going to be the only person that took what she has to say. So I hope that this really helps raise awareness in whatever you're going through in your life and if you struggle with anxiety and depression and stuff, knowing that you could speak about it with people. So sorry I spoke so fast during that. I just got so excited. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. I would love it if you guys can hit me up on my socials at by Felicia Baird. That's on Instagram. So of course, don't forget to rate and review this podcast if you love it. It's the way that I can work my way up on the charts on iTunes. So anything helps and I would really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe as well. Silly me. And let me know what you guys think about this podcast because I think it is a great one, but I know I might be biased. I don't think I am. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love you guys. Bye. So um, Lemons and Lion's Breath was really started as a way to just kind of raise awareness around mental health. Um, I think that there's such a negative stigma about it, and so many people are afraid to talk about what they're going through when in reality, I think talking about it is what helps the most. Um, so I just kind of created it as a safe space where people can really own who they are and talk about what they're going through and support others in the process. That's amazing. Uh, what, why did you feel like that was so important for you to start that? Um, for me, so I 
struggled really bad with um, anxiety when I was younger and well, still struggle with it today, but I've learned how to manage it and gotten a lot better. But it was really, really bad when I was younger to the point where I couldn't even go to school. I was having like full blown anxiety attacks every morning. And I had an amazing mom who kind of like stuck through it with me. And every time I had an attack, she kind of sat down with me and got through it. And she didn't really believe, I mean, I think if it got to the point where I was like not able to function, then she would have given me medicine. But her view was kind of like, look, we're going to get through this together. I will help you no matter what, like, let's figure this out. And so she was like my rock. And every time anything went wrong, I went to her. Um, and then she ended up passing away about three years ago. And that's when my whole world kind of was shifted and rocked. And I didn't have that support system anymore. And so I kind of had to learn to be that for myself. And that's when I really started trying to figure out, um, like what, how to manage my anxiety and how to really own who I was. And I don't think many of the people around me at the time knew that that was even a factor in my life or knew what I was going through because I did a pretty good job of like hiding it because I was scared of those negative stigmas. And then when I did really come out and say like, look, this is what I'm feeling. Like, this is what happens to me. Like, this is why I'm not going to be making it to that vacation. Um, people were really, really supportive. And I found out that a lot of even my closest friends were struggling with some of the same things. And it really kind of opened my eyes and made me realize like, look, this is something that's happening to so many people around all of us. And if we just talked about it and got it out there, like we could be helping each other. And so that was kind of my, since then I've been very, very open about it. I, um, and I've found that that has helped me so much. I mean, I do do a lot of other things. I'm like huge into essential oils and exercising and all these different things. I love meditating, but, um, really talking about it and having that support system was what helped me the most. So I wanted to create a space where other people would have that too. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to rewind because you said so many like great things there, but, um, what kind of anxiety do you have? Is it like in a social setting? Is it, um, like how can you pinpoint your anxiety? Um, so I think mine, I've always had this issue with, I don't like being and not, it's not like a control issue, but I don't like being places where I think with school, it was, I didn't like being somewhere that I couldn't just leave. Like I didn't have that control and I felt stuck and I kind of felt like caged. And mm -hmm. then that in return gave me that like chest pumping, pounding, like go into full anxiety attack because I just felt stuck. And so it was kind of more of a social anxiety. Like I didn't like going to friend's house when I was younger, if I knew that I couldn't leave whenever I want or like I'd always want to make sure that I had my mom a phone call away to come pick me up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that it hindered a lot of my relationships and I didn't like sixth grade camp wasn't a thing for me because I didn't want to go. And I didn't like spending the night places or going on vacations with other people because I just didn't, I had that huge anxiety about it. And, um, it, I mean, it followed me all the way up into like work interviews. Like I couldn't go into the interview because I 
was too busy, like in my car, having an anxiety attack. And even like, I love sports, but the sports like tryouts in high school, like I didn't make it to them because I was too busy, like having an anxiety attack. And so I think it hindered so many things in my life. And, and with anxiety came a lot of other things. Like I couldn't do all of these things. So I started getting sad and I started getting depressed and like, it just kind of caused a chain reaction that I eventually, like I'm doing a lot better. I've learned how to work through it. My anxiety attacks have reduced like almost, I mean, there are times where I will get that little anxious feeling, but now I know like how to manage it, what to say to myself to get myself out of that place. And it's gotten a lot better, but, um, it's still something that I struggle with. And I know that it's not something that can just be cured and you snap and it's gone. And I really think that it's a daily, um, journey with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely agree. Um, I'm huge on the mechanisms and tools to prevent, like not prevent your anxiety, but outlet it. Um, how did you learn to do that? And what do you do if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, of course. Um, I, so my mom was really big on, um, like just confidence. And she would always say like, if, if other people were saying like, look, you're, you're acting crazy or you're this or you're that. She'd be like, no, you are not crazy. Like she's big, very big on Mm self-talk. And I think that was something that was very hard for me because I didn't understand why this was happening to me and not other people and, and really why I was going through this. And so I, that's one of my biggest things is self-talk. I just really learned how to talk to myself and how to view the things that I was going through and kind of try and see the light in them and how I can help other people. But I also do a lot of different things. Like I love yoga. I'm huge on like exercising and endorphins. I need to be outside. I love hanging out with friends who are motivating me. And I'm, I am also really believe in surrounding yourself with people who are kind of where you want to be and inspire you. So you have that to look forward to, and you have that motivating system that is pushing you to be better. Um, and then I also do a lot of the kind of like woo woo stuff. I do meditation. I love manifesting. I love future journaling was, is a huge mechanism for me because I write where I want to be and, and how I want to feel. And as if I'm already feeling that way Mm -hmm. and that's really helped me get into that space. And then I also use a ton of essential oils, which I really love. And I feel like they, different oils help me associate with different like feelings. And so that's helped me too. When I'm really stressed, I know like what I need to do or what I want to like feel at that time. And so those have helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I friggin' love the woo-woo shit. I oh, am good. so big on it. Um, me too. Like I, I never really understood the importance of journaling and visualizing where you want to go. And then when you start doing it, like you're just naturally a happier person, like it just switches your mindset so quickly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. And one of my best friends right now, she's like completely into it too. So we're just on this, like hi together. We love it. Oh, and I went to California a couple weeks ago for like a retreat. Um, and it was like all like meditation, spiritual stuff and I'm into it, but that was like the first time I really got my feet wet in it. 
Um, and it was the best. And where you are is so beautiful to, to do that stuff. Cause I was kind of in a place where I was around snow at all times <laughs> and I just needed the sunshine and the beach. So it's perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I started meditating a while ago, like every, I usually try and do meditation in the morning and then always at night. And it's helped me so much just to like get into that space, relax, like reset my brain from everything that's happened all day long and, um, really calm down. And that's been a huge, huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so when you had to kind of learn to do the stuff on your own after your mom had passed, how did you, how did you start the conversation with your friends? Um, that's, that was a hard one. Um, I, well, for a while after my mom passed away, I kind of like shut off and shut down and I didn't really want to talk to anyone or, and I also didn't really feel like anyone understood what I was going through because I hadn't ever talked to anyone about it before. So my mom was kind of the only person that a hundred percent fully knew me Mm -hmm. and, um, but I do, I have an amazing, incredible sister and, um, she, obviously she knew me growing up. So she knew what I was going through. So she kind of became my like strength in that time. And we would go to each other and lean on each other a lot. And she was actually one of the people who was like, look, like this is your, it's okay. Like you're fine. Like every, so many people are dealing with this. Like it's, it's okay to feel this way kind of thing. And so then my closest friends, I was like, look, like this, I think, I think the passing of my mom really set that tone for me because people knew that I was struggling with something. They just didn't realize like how far it went down, I guess. Like they knew I was struggling with losing my mom, but on, on mind, it was that and my anxiety attacks coming in. So I think that me having that place to go to them, to talk to them about my mom also gave me that spot to say like, and this is like also what I'm going through kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it, it was hard and it was a struggle. But once you get over that, like initial, like hump and, and talk to people about it, it's a huge weight lifted on your chest and they were so supportive. Yeah. That's really brave of you to bring that up. It was, it was, I don't know. I was, I think the, the most anxiety I've probably ever had was trying to speak about my anxiety. Yeah. It's really, no, makes really sense. hard. But yeah, but I, after, I mean, it's changed my world since I've opened up and talked to people. Did it, has it just changed it in like a, you feel more comfortable way or have people started reaching out to you and, and, and kind of expressing how they feel too? Yeah. Well, actually when I launched, um, lemons and lines breath. So I w- was amazed at, by how many people were supportive and amazed at the messages that I got from people that I, I still didn't know. Cause I've been pretty open about it with everyone around me and my close friend circle. Like everyone knows what I'm struggling with and, and what I'm going through. But I wasn't really like, I wasn't putting it out there on social media and I wasn't telling the whole world. And then when I did launch, I kind of shared my background and my story and got so many messages about just people that I, I knew or saw at school or at work or on a daily basis. And, um, 
that were just struggling with similar things. It was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More people are listening and are going through the same things that you don't even know are watching what you're doing. So it's really great. Yeah. It was really, really cool to see. And why was it important for you to, to give back, um, at the same time with lemons and lion's breath? Um, I think I'm, I've always been a, like, I, I think I'm happiest when other people are happy. Like I love making other people happy. I love seeing that joy, that, um, just confidence in other people. And when I kind of found that for myself, my first initial reaction was how can I, how can I give this feeling to someone else, especially someone else who's struggling with similar things that I am. And, and anxiety is one of the biggest things for me, but I've also been around a lot of people who've had, um, who've struggled with depression or eating disorders and, um, different kind of things and saw what they were going through. So my initial reaction was like, how can, how can I help all of them kind of own their power, own themselves and really love who they are? And this was my way of doing it. I kind of started this kind of self-love brand that where everyone can come and just feel like they are the most amazing person in the world. That's my goal to make everyone realize how incredible and loved they really are. That's amazing. Is it the same um, charity every time you give back or do you switch it up? Yeah. So right now um, I... What I'm doing is 10% of all profits are being donated to the NAMI organization for mental health. But my goal pretty soon here, I'm going to branch, start like a branch of my business into a nonprofit. And so I'll have that space to kind of go. And I want to, I have huge plans down the road. I definitely want to open some yoga studios that are focused on like mental health and mental health classes and stuff there that people can go to and have that community around. And then I've got, I've got a ton of things in the work, but I think my next step would be to open my own actual nonprofit and start donating directly through that. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm really, really excited. You should be. That's great wrapping my head around this a little bit. When you say people come to your brand and feel safe, do do you have like a physical space that they go to or is it mostly just online? No. So it's online. Um, we have, a Instagram is usually where I'm, is where I'm connecting with people the most right now. I found that it's a great way to kind of reach out and people are really pretty open on it Mm -hmm. and sharing what they're going through. Um, but I really, created the brand in a way that I want the people that we're reaching to be creating the brand as well. So I have, we launch the self-love t-shirts and then actually this next week I'm launching a line of essential oil sprays and they're all focused on different things like anxiety or sleep and, and different stuff like that. But I have on the website, um, a place where you can go to share your story and, I really want to make that a place where people can go share what they're going through. Tell me what's worked for them, what hasn't worked for them. And I want to use all of that feedback to create more products to help others. So that's really my vision for the brand. I want it to be 
a brand for everyone and kind of created by everyone who's struggling with these things. And what would you say to someone who is struggling with mental health, but still doesn't feel comfortable enough to talk about it? Um, I would say probably get comfortable talking to yourself about it first, because I think that we, so many times we struggle with things, but don't really like own it or admit it to ourselves. And I think that was my big thing. I would have these anxiety attacks, but I'd be like, no, I'm not that like, I'm not this kind of person or I don't, I shouldn't be having these. And it was all this, I was so much negative self-talk to myself instead of being like, look, this is, this is who I am. Like, yeah, I am struggling with this, but it doesn't make me any lesser of a person. It's just something that I'm dealing with and it's going to make me stronger and I'm going to be able to help others. And so I think me really opening up to myself and accepting that allowed me to talk to other people about it. Um, so what's your support system like now? Um, I have an amazing group of friends. I was I'm so blessed. Um, but my biggest support system I have, my husband is incredible and he is just the most amazing, positive person. Like he was actually the one who got me into all of the like manifesting stuff. And I remember we hit right when I met him, he was like, okay, like you seem like such an incredible person. Like, have you seen the movie, the secret? And I was like, I had no idea what it was. And that was like his favorite movie. And then on January, he's like, let's make like future vision boards and oh my for the God. whole year. And yeah, Is this he's, guy real? <laughs> like, he's incredible and always so positive, like always looking on the bright side. And then I also have my sister who is my rock and, um, we've been through everything together. We know each other probably better than anyone else in the world. And so she's incredible. And then I have a very close group of girlfriends who are just the most supportive, positive people. And I think that that has really helped me as well, because I think when you do start kind of owning your power and finding yourself, I think it can tend to scare a lot of people off or, or some people are like, well, they're doing really well in life, or it seems like they're doing real, really well in life. And I think that sometimes there tends to be like that jealousy that arises or like, there's not that alignment with you and your friend group anymore. And I really think it's important to, to find people who want you to succeed and who you also are supporting. I think that that's the biggest thing that you find people who who truly want the best for you and you do the same for them. And I think that it helps grow everyone. I love that. That's a, that's really inspiring. I feel like I'm going through that right now too. So yeah, that was it, nice to hear. It, it is. It's scary, especially when you start making these changes that you know are better for you and you're really, really happy, but maybe it's not how you've always been. So people who know you are like, what, this isn't, like, this isn't you. What are you doing? Like, then I think it, it is scary to kind of break out of that mold that other people have set for you. But I think once you do and, and find out the people who really, really want you to succeed and that that's where you're going to grow the most. Yeah, I agree. I have a question. I don't know if it's going to be a bit too crazy for you, but did you ever see your parents struggle with anxiety or depression or anything like that? Do you think it's genetic? 
Um, yeah, I definitely, I think that one of the reasons my mom was able to coach me through all of that is because it's something that she struggled with a lot and me and her were very, very similar. Like everyone used to call me her little twin. And I mean, we looked the same, we acted the same, everything. And, but I did, I did see her struggle with that a lot. Um, and I did see how it affected her life and her emotions and her relationships. And so I definitely think that it was passed down to me, but that's also that, that she kind of owned herself and knew herself so well that that's why she was able to help me so much and talk me through it. Yeah. But, but I do think, I think it's hard, um, when other people look in and I think she did an amazing job helping me. But I think that I know like there were times where I, there was a time in middle school or actually the beginning of high school where I was having such bad anxiety that I couldn't, I couldn't go to school. And so she actually got me on, uh, my first year of high school, I did online schooling and she was like, okay, like, we're going to figure this out. Like, yeah, you've missed a lot of days, but like, we'll, we'll figure this out. We'll keep you on track. Like, why don't we do this for a year and then kind of work you back into it. And I know that she got so much backlash from people that even family members were like, why don't you just drop her off at school and leave her there? Like, she's a child, like she's, she'll get over it. But no one really knew like what I was dealing with or couldn't actually understand it to the extent that I was going through. And I think because she knew those feelings and she knew those emotions, like she knew that drop, just dropping me off and leaving me there wasn't going to work. That's, she sounded like an amazing person because I feel like my mom is great as she is too. Like she would just be like, okay, Felicia, get over it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I talk about my husband with this all the time too. Like I can't imagine if she had listened to people, I cannot even imagine how crazy my, like, and out of control, my anxiety probably would have gotten because I mean, it gives me a little of anxiety just thinking about like, if that would have happened. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's kind of crazy looking back, like the things that our parents do for us and how they affect us later in life. Oh yeah. Like that was huge for your mom to make that decision when everyone was probably giving her so much backlash. So good on her. I'm happy that she did that. Yeah, it was definitely, it it was incredible. Don't know what I would have done without her. Yeah. She sounded great. I think that I've covered all of the questions that I have. Do you have any kind of plugs you want to say or anything like that? I would, I do want to touch on, I think that if anyone out there is looking for kind of like ways to own who they are and really open up, I, I have been reading so many incredible books. I know that, um, the book, You Are a Badass and You're a Badass at oh Making my God. Money. Yes. Oh my God. I'm in that right, right now and it's so amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Like that has helped me so much. And I feel like, like I like quote her all the time and want <laughs> me and my best friend like read it together. And so we're like, okay, well, Jen says this. And, <laughs> um, and then I've also like, I read The Universe Has Your Back, which yes. was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I, I feel like, for me, I love, I'm always learning and I love like absorbing information. So books and podcasts and everything for me is the way to go. So I feel like if, if people are looking for some inspiration, um, that's definitely where I go to find it. And then I think, 
I don't know. I would just say that I think that staying in the same place, um, and going to your spots that make you feel comfortable is feels really safe. But I think that it also means that you will remain in that same place without ever moving forward. So I think that what I would say to anyone is just kind of get out of your comfort zone. And I know it's very scary, but I think that incredible things will happen and the universe will kind of align to get you where you want to go. 